I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi, guys. Hi, it's Laura. And it's Deb. And it's another episode of I Got the Hell Out. I'm stuffed. I know. That pierogi festival was pretty awesome. Except... I was kind of bummed about the two pierogies. Yeah, the pierogies weren't very good. No. But the halushki was good, and the pigs in a blanket were good. Yes. And fans came out to meet and us. And fans came out to meet us. That was, like, so exciting. And it was so funny because you literally just said, we didn't run into any fans. Like, literally just came out of your mouth. Well, people were supposed, we were supposed to be looking for people, but we didn't know who to look for. Right. So. But you literally just said it. It was, like, kind of creepy how, like, just right in sync. Yes. Um, like to say hi to Grant. Um, he, he was, seemed to be the ringleader of these ladies. And we've got Valerie C, Katie C, Sammy S, and Sarah M. Hey, everyone. Thank you. Yes. And they made their own t-shirts that all said Satan's sister. Except for Grant. Satan's mister. Satan's mister. So, hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. It was fun. It was so nice meeting you guys. And they're supposed to meet up with me after work tonight and party. Yeah, and I would go too, but being like the old lady that I yeah, am, yeah, you're the old lady. That's... I'm the old lady, the party pooper that like has to be in bed by nine o'clock. That's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, when well, I you can tell me the good stories. Well, when I had to milk my cow and I had to be up at like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. I was in bed by like 8 o'clock at night. I couldn't keep my eyes open. Well, that's how I am, and I don't have to get up that early. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm an old lady. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not far behind me. I'm way far behind you. (laughs) You know that, right? If you say so. Okay. Um, Well, let's see. What do we have today? Do I do the Kool-Aid? You have a Kool-Aid recipe. I do. This comes on our email from Diana L. It is called The Blood of the Hanging Limes. All right. It is 16 ounces of prepared cherry Kool-Aid. I guess that's the one that has sugar in it. I guess. I guess. One container of frozen limeade concentrate, two cups of ice, 16 ounces of Sprite, vodka to your preference. Oh, lots of preference. <laughs> Lime wedges and cherries. Nice. So you were going to garnish it. Okay. It's kind of like a cherry limeade type it thing. It is. You place the ice cubes in a blender, add the limeade concentrate, and you blend well. Pour prepared Kool-Aid, lemon lime soda, and vodka into the blender. Blend until combined, pour in glasses, and garnish with lime wedges and cherries. Yum. That sounds really good. We're, we're going to be drinking a lot this summer, I have a feeling. I think we are. We might. <laughs> Maybe I'll have some of my creamed bourbon leftover that I bought today. I didn't even know you could buy creamed bourbon. I didn't even know they made such a thing, but oh, is it good? I'll pass. It's all yours. You didn't even have any of the wine there today. No. That would be like you taking me to a beer festival. Exactly. You know, I'd just be like, no. I, I took my milk. That is so funny. Yes, you did. I snuck in my milk. Debbie snuck in her milk so she could eat, have her milk with her pierogies. Yep. And and what she didn't do, she brought in a big Ziploc baggie where she was going to steal pierogies to take home. It wasn't going to steal them. I just don't eat as much as, much as, other, as, other, as other people. So I was <laughs> you pushing were getting it out. Yes. 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 And there was nobody checking armbands. We could have just zipped right in and out of there. We could have. Could have. We could have. But Yeah, but I had milk. I'm good. Had, yeah. I'm gonna have to take you to a beer festival sometime. See, and I'd know how you felt, but yeah, because I'd just be like, no, ew. Um, an ex member reminded me this past week that um, little man once said in his sermons that um, we're all born with syphilis. Oh, we are, huh? I, apparently, I totally forgot about that. How does it get cured? I I don't know, but how do you people not have syphilis then? Well, if you have syphilis, you would have to have an antibiotic to take care of it and they don't believe in that so but just the point that you know he's up on stage saying that we're all born with syphilis i guess he you know gets his science from somewhere else well we know how we know where he gets the science from 
out of his head. Out of his ass is more like it. Okay. Um, just a small reminder to all of our Facebook friends. No hating on other people's beer, please. Or anything else. Or anything else. No but hating. No hating. It may not be the kind you want to drink, but we're all drinking it, and it's good. Well, not Laura. She's, I don't drink beer. She's drinking <laughs> wine and bourbon. <laughs> Eating pop, popping them cherries today that were oh my liquor God. filled. Popping them cherries. That did not sound so Up, so back it up, back it up. Okay. They had what was just chocolate covered cherries, I guess it would be, but instead of a cream filling that was like a cherry filling, it was bourbon. Yes. And it literally was like you bit into these and it was like doing a shot. Yeah, you were popping cherries. I was popping up. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't even realize what you said. I did. Okay, moving oh on. My God, moving on. Oh, we have a big belated thank you. Yes. To four people, very belated, to Leanne C., Debbie S., Diane H., and Catherine P., who are our latest patrons. So thank you guys so very much, and we apologize for the delayed thank you. I don't have any access to that kind of stuff, so blame it all on Laura. Throw me under the bus. Thank you. <laughs> I do every chance I get. <laughs> you wait. You wait. I'm going to get you back. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll be sending once once she hands me the addresses and stuff. I will Which send I will. out all the nifty prizes. Yes. So, yeah, we'll get this sent out. And again, apologies, apologies, everybody. Oh, and I got a really cool message from somebody. Oh, is this the one you told me? Wait till you hear it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Sarah, Sarah B. She was a she was a child member who used to come and hang out and, you know, my sanctuary place where the kids could do bad things. You know, <laughs> Harry Potter is just such a bad thing. Oh, it is for a lot of religions, it really, which I don't get. But anyhow. Anyway, she and her family are long out. She's doing well, but she still lives in that town, okay? Okay. And she writes to me and she says, Today at work, I saw some of them. <laughs> Head coverings and all. I just couldn't stop my mouth when I told them all of our jeans have zippers and then winked and whispered, Hail Satan's sisters. Am I right? <laughs> They ran out of my store. It was so worth it. Oh, my God. That is beautiful. I, I would love to do the same thing, Did but I don't imagine? have the opportunity. Right. Thank you, Sarah. That is oh, so funny. so funny. I wish I knew which one, which, which sisters it was, because it would totally make a difference. Can you imagine them going back and, like, talking about that? And, you know. Or would they not, would they pretend it didn't happen? Do you think they'd actually talk about it? I have no idea, but I th I thought it was hysterical, you know. I like how they scurried out. They 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 went a scurrying. When I had my flea market there, um, they they it's a place that they had frequented. I know that, um, and it's funny because I guess they thought I just worked there, and the guy that was my worker, they thought he owned it. No, oh, of course, because he was a guy. Well, that and he was ancient, but anyway. Um, yeah, they were coming in and buying all of the ball um, canning jars for the cannery. Because, you know, how much they are. They're expensive. They are. Yeah. Anyway, the I remember saying something to them the one day because they went up. I was purposely making it hard for them in there to shop because I'm Like me. how? Walking in front of them, going to put something somewhere else, you know, and... Just stupid, passive-aggressive things. Okay. Just to mess with them, right? And they went up and they complained to AC about me. Um, I guess they were trying to get me fired. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, and I'll never forget the looks on their faces. And they put down everything in their hands. When, when AC looked at them and shook his head and smiled says, I can't help you with that one. She owns the place, not me. And, like, their faces just was like, holy shit. Because they had been in there before. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just act, cause acted like I just worked there, was shopping, or this, you know? Yeah, because AC would pretty much take care of a lot of stuff for me. So, yeah. I wish, I, I still wish I could run into some of them sometimes. I really do. But, um, moving on. Uh Bridget W says that she's talking about um, um our atheist our atheist goat. He's our mascot. Oh, that who, that's who our mascot, name? Mr. Mr. Gruff. Mr. Gruff. That's Mr. right. Mr. Gruff. Yeah. Um, she says it's insane website, and she says they're a mix of opinions. 
And she's not sure whether it's real or parody, but it's hysterical. Um, I'm going to throw this on the Facebook page so people can check that out also. Okay. Okay. And um, Melissa F., you sent us a Kool-Aid recipe, the Kulikal. I think it has a pickle in it. What? But 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 it didn't come through. See, Laura? Oh, so, send that again. Yeah, yeah. Please send that again. Melissa F., please send us our Kulikal pickle recipe. <laughs> Kool-Aid with a pickle. I don't know. Good Lord. Maybe they make pickles with the Kool-Aid, so it's a flavored pickle. Uh-huh. A strawberry flavored pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your face. I love when you pull this stuff out of your ass. <clears throat> um, Sarah P would like to know if I'd be willing to share my chocolate recipes or are they family secrets? Duh. Um, and she thanks us for the weekly doses of insight and humor. Hey. Um, I don't know. Should I be giving out chocolate recipes next? Yeah. Okay. I won't. All I can tell you is don't make the special kind of chocolate. Nobody wants it. No. Not unless you got an enemy. Well, then you can make it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't Passive say that, aggressive. did I? Passive um, I didn't read this article, but um, anyway, I said I'd lick the, lick the floor of where I worked last week. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, Elizabeth C. decided that um, this is regarding crazy shit for money. Um, but pay a man enough and he'll walk bare through, foot through hell. So we'll prove that. Um, hey Kate, if I could just come across your, your post here and we already met you. So, and, uh, can't call off work tonight, but we're meeting up after work. Yeah. Have a drink for me. I can have a few. Have a few for me. I can have a few for you. Anyway. Um, well, I guess today's topic is, uh, we talked about it last week from Sarah. Okay. Sarah L. And she wrote, Deb, when you feel up to it, I'd love to hear a very detailed account of your escape from the cult. Stuff like what was the last straw? How long did you plan it before executing your plan? What went through your mind? What obstacles did you predict would arise and plan for? Stuff like that. Okay. That's a very long question. But Lots of levels to it. Well, yeah, there's lots of levels to it because... You don't wake up one day and go, I'd like to join a cult. Let me go find one. And in the same aspects, you don't wake up one day and go, I need to get the hell out of here. It's a lot like a divorce or having to cut off a relative or a family member that are doing things that are hurtful. Do you know what I mean? Like a toxic person type thing? Right. You, okay. you just don't wake up one morning and go, hmm, I'm out of here. And... I don't know. We, the first few years were kind of okay. It was normal. It was normal-ish. Okay. So, but I remember the first time I actually thought about leaving, um, my oldest son was maybe a little over a year old. Okay. Year and a half old. And we were hosting the after Sabbath party lunch. Oh, I thought you meant like the party with the wine. No, 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 no. This was after a regular Sabbath service. Well, at least in the beginning, a lot everybody would get together with people and socialize and blah, blah. You'd eat and put yourself in a food coma, go home and nap until the sun went down. Okay. Um, and we all smoked back then. There was about 15 or 20 people at the house, and we all smoked, and kids are outside playing. And Dee Dee announced that she couldn't smoke and we all had to go outside and smoke because she was pregnant oh okay and it was not planned oops. it was an oops but love you Nakota <laughs> um but I laughed it's the last time I ever laughed at a pregnant lady because she was pregnant and I found out I was pregnant two weeks later no laughs on you huh? I'd laugh was Joke's freaking on, on me but I remember thinking that, that, that what am I going to do now? Because I had thought of leaving with my year-and-a-half-old son and getting on a Greyhound and coming back here. Totally plausible to do, you know. Uh, would kind of come after me? Don't know. Maybe, possibly. That's neither here nor there. But I was thinking about leaving as far back as then. Okay. 
So, but then you find out you're pregnant. And no one's going to hire, you know, somebody who's going to be taking maternity leave or off and things like that. So things kind of got put off for a while. And life just goes on. And you deal with it. And uh, my mom's husband got sick. So really didn't have anywhere to go. She was taking care of him. And just plodding along in life. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Were you just, did you kind of just think, all right, I'll just give this another shot? Or in the back of your mind, were you still thinking, you know, damn it, whenever I get a minute, I, whenever I get the opportunity, I still need to leave? No. No. I, I basically lived in a gilded cage. Kenny made a lot of money. And we didn't want for anything, like most people at the cult. We had one of the biggest above-ground swimming pools you could get. He built a huge-ass deck around it. We had our own cow, milk. Um, we each had our own cars. They were new. He had, he drove a truck. Um, there was always food in the house. Uh, the boys never needed anything. He made a lot of money. I was the queen of my double-wide trailer with the polyester curtains and the redwood deck. <laughs> In all honesty. Oh, my God. I had 2,016 square feet of loveliness. Yes. You never heard that song, did you? I've never. I don't even know what you're talking about. That little ditty about the... I, 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 it, it, it's called Queen of the Double Wide Trailer. I've never heard that. Yeah, so I'll make her the queen of my double wide trailer with the polyester curtains and the redwood deck. Every woman's dream. <laughs> know what I mean? But when you have everything, and, like, he wasn't there a lot. So I didn't have to really follow the rules as much as I would have to if Kenny was there all the time. So it made it easier, but it made it harder. Do you know what I mean at all? Mm, what do you mean by you made it, it made it harder? Because um, I, was, I, I was still where I didn't want to be. Okay, so you, the whole time you were thinking, I really don't want to be here. I was thinking, no, it's not that I don't want to be here. It's I wish we could leave. I wish this place would blow up. I wish... So you still wanted to leave with him? Yes. Okay. Very much so. Um, well... The whole family intact? Yeah. I mean, you figure if you're going to... You got one shot to get married, have kids, and stay with the same person. You know? Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's broken family unit. And kept thinking that he would figure out these people were crazy. Guess what? Nope. He's still there. And it's, what, 23 years later? Isn't that crazy? Wow. No, 26 years. I don't know. A lot wow. of years. Yeah, 26 years later and he's still there. He's still not an elder. No, he's Kenny Kissass. <laughs> but some people, you know... Just because you spend a long time making a mistake doesn't mean you can stop making that mistake. Right. You can let go. I, I talked to a man who spent 20 years there, and he can't believe he spent that much time there. And he's only been out for, you know, a couple of years, but he's glad he got out. And there's people that will never leave there just because it might be the place. Or they're just so brainwashed because... I mean, come on. You've you've listened to the sermons. Uh, yeah. I I honestly don't know how I sat through all of that without laughing or making more comments, smart ass comments than I did. You or know, puncturing your eardrum. I think a lot of that was zoned out, tuned outness. So I wasn't really honestly listening to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the years slowly started going by, and Jesse, my oldest, really wanted to go to school. He, you know, little kids, they're up early in the morning, and he'd see the yellow school bus go in front of our house and picking all the little kids up in the neighborhood. And he just couldn't wait to get on the school bus. Now, this is when they still went They to were schools. still going okay. to school, and they took that away, I think, the year before he would have went to school. Okay. So 
Um, yeah, when you, when you have a cult going in, um, you know, you can keep the adults pretty quiet and hush on who to talk to and who not to. But when you have kindergarten, first, second, and third grade children going to school, and the teacher overhears them talking to their little friend, you know, about daddy's second wife and her other brothers and sisters. Oh. And yeah, not good. A lot of things that shouldn't really be being talked about outside of the closed community. Right, and the little kid doesn't know any better. Right, because that's their normal life. Why wouldn't they talk about it? It's the same as we got a new puppy yesterday mm-hmm. and is all excited. Daddy got a new wife. Daddy got his third wife. He and, 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 you know, she comes with two more sisters my age. Could you imagine the teacher hearing that? I'm telling you, and that's why they ended up pulling all of the children from all of the schools around there. Uh, they tried to make it so that it was unrighteous. They're teaching oh, your children right. unrighteous things. But it was more to keep things under wraps, to keep things hush-hush. That makes a lot of sense. With well, little kids just talking about Little kids family. have diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah, they do. They do. And like I said, it, you get a new dog, you're, you're going to be talking about it all day at school. You know, dad got a new wife and comes with two sisters my age. And, and I got, you know, new people to play with. Yes, that's, I mean, for the kids, I'm supposing it would be great. And for the man, I'm supposing it's great. But just about every woman out there has not been happy about it. Can't imagine why. No, um, I, I've only spoken to her through texts a couple of times, and then she disappeared off the face of my earth, at least. Um, but that was my ex-mother-in-law who who um, did the books. Mm, yeah. Um, I think she left when 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 her husband took um, that fifteen-year-old as a wife in his eighties. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I I wouldn't be staying. Would you? Hell no. No, that's what I said. Um, Sarah, the straw that finally broke my back was when I found out Kanye was going to take a second wife. Because they never leave. They never leave. I mean, come on. If you're that invested that you're going to take two wives... You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. So, yeah. And what's funny is, is I didn't even know Kanye was going to take a second wife. How did you find out? This is kind of a longer of a story, but my my friend Terry, um, her husband didn't have a driver's license and worked for Ken. So when they worked out of town, Terry went with them, and they got a. Kenny's crew would get his company would buy a house, real cheap, okay. real cheap, and then the guys would work on and fix the house up in the time that they were staying there working on these other jobs. Okay. And because Brian didn't have a driver's license, Terry drove. Okay. And she was sitting out on the porch. Oh, we'll have to back us up a bit. Back it up? I was getting ready for services. It was prep day. Okay. And Kenny was home. And I went to put something away in his bedroom. Laundry. Something stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. And the door was locked. Okay. Oh, okay. And I take it it usually wasn't it locked. Is, it was never locked. Okay. And it was, a, it was, like I said, a double-wide trailer. You open that door, and to the right was a walk-in closet. To the left was his bedroom. And straight ahead was the master bathroom with a nice jacuzzi tub. And I could hear him in the jacuzzi tub, and I could hear him talking on the phone. Okay? But I couldn't make out what he was saying. And I'm resourceful. I run back to my bedroom because, you know, we had separate bedrooms. And I grab my stethoscope. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Why did you have a stethoscope? Doesn't everybody own a stethoscope? No. I I own two of them. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Anyway, I ran and grabbed my stethoscope and plugged it into my ears. And it's a trailer. So there's... This is like a Flintstones episode. You know that? (laughs) No. 
got my stethoscope and I'm sliding it under the trailer door towards the bathroom <laughs> door, okay? And let me tell you, I good reception. <laughs> and I hear him like giggling and maybe because he saw the stethoscope being slid under the door. <laughs> no, because he was in the bathroom. This was in the hallway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I slid the stethoscope under there and I could hear him giggling and talking to obviously, oh, oh I miss you too. Oh, I wasn't another it, guy. It won't be that long before I'm back. Huh? Do you know that type of thing, right? Oh, yeah. And what the hell did you feel at that point? Rage. Um, what the fuck? Who are you talking to? You know? And I couldn't, I mean, he's, he's living eight hours away, only comes home once a month. So it had to have been somebody down where he was. Okay. And you had no inkling, you had no thoughts that there could be somebody else at this point? No. Or, okay. No. Never even occurred to you? Never even occurred to me because I always played it off to Ken that it'd be great for you to have a second wife, somebody to watch the kids, and we could go out, you know, somebody we could trust. I could have a new best friend. Do you need help picking one out? And you did that just to make him happy? I or? did that so that he wouldn't think that the very first whiff I got of you marrying a second wife, I'm the hell out of here. Okay. It, let him think I'm okay with it. That way I would get let in on it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But, Instead of it being kept a secret. But the dirty little bastard knew me better than I thought, huh? Mm. So your stethoscope's under the door. Yes. And I'm hearing this conversation. And I hear him getting up out of the tub. And I'm trying to pull the stethoscope back out <laughs> under the door real quick. And I hear him go, what the hell? I'll call you back. So he did see it. So he gets out of the tub. And I'm trying to pull it out. And the little round thing at the end, of course, it doesn't just slide under like I slid it under. Oh, no. It whacks against the door. And oh, my God. This was the beginning of a very, very argumentative <laughs> night. I'm sorry. I can just picture getting out of a tub and someone's trying to pull the stethoscope out. I had to hear what was going on. Oh my God. Just the fact that you have a stethoscope. Okay. I have a lot of things, Laura. You've never I don't been to, to my house. I don't want to know. Anyway. Okay. At this point... He's yelling at me about inviting his privacy and what the hell am I doing? And I'm yelling at him, who the hell are you talking to? And this was back in flip phone era where okay. it'll show you the last 10 people that called. Oh, God, or, I remember that. Or the last 10 numbers that called yeah, you. You yeah, called that whatever, I that. right? And I'm demanding to see his phone. I want to see the last number he called. Da, 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 da. He's trying to, he's, he's gaslighting me. Tell me I'm crazy. I didn't hear right. nothing. But And he's standing there in a towel. It's almost the Sabbath. So he starts screaming at me. He, he's got to get ready for the Sabbath. He's got to say his prayers and blah, blah, blah. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm fuming and he slammed the door and locked it. And of course I couldn't open it. But here's the funny thing. He gets ready for services and law class that night, and he throws me his flip phone, okay? Okay. And tells me to check what the last number he was talking to was. Did he delete it? Well, there were only eight numbers listed out of ten. And I asked him where the other two numbers right. were, and he was like, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, the two numbers you deleted. Right. Oh, I didn't yeah, delete any numbers. Well, there's always ten on the list. There's always 10 unless you delete numbers that you talk to. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he didn't like that. Well, <clears throat> this led into a very, very rage-filled night of, I know something's going on. Crying, screaming, up all night, arguing, whole nine yards. So that's when I go to services the next day. And, of course, it was a split service. Okay. So there were no men around, and the women were all waiting around outside, okay? And one of my better friends, two of them, came up to me. And Terry was like, oh, my gosh, did you find out? And I went, find out what, Terry? Well, why did she say that? 
Because this is getting back to the beginning where I had things out of order. Okay. Terry, moving along. Moving along. Terry's hanging out, and she's sitting on the porch reading her book. And confessions were a big thing back then. Okay. And her husband wanted, needed to confess some things that I guess would be embarrassing for anybody to have to confess. Okay. Okay. And so my wonderful husband um, at the time is telling telling um, him that he had what he had to confess was way worse. He had to confess to adultery. Okay. Oh, okay. Because he attended a party down there where there was a lot of alcohol and celebrations going on, okay? And he hooked up with a woman. And he was having sex with her. No, nice. And he was on top. And, and see, they, they wear little Hebrew necklaces, little thing. It's Kai. It's called Kai. Okay. Well, the Kai fell off his chain while he was doing this woman, and he knew God was mad at him. Oh, okay. So that's what he had to go and confess. Because the little symbol fell off. Yeah, because he, he, God not, made... Not because it was the wrong thing to do. But because... No, not because he was out whoring around, you know. But because the little thing fell off his chain. That was God's way of telling him, you fucked up, buddy. Gotcha. Yeah. So he had to go and confess to, you know, to the elders that he's working out of town, you know, all these hours away, and he's doing some other woman. Guess what the elders told him? Oh, what? Oh, come on. If you were the elder, what would you say? Pretend you're the elder. Give us some money and it'll all be okay. <laughs> That's a good good one. Is that a good one? Um, No. He needed to try and convert this woman and her children. Oh, Lord. Yes. Because, see, I wondered where, you know that set of children's books I have downstairs? Yeah. He bought two sets of them. And I didn't understand at the time why. Yeah, because it wouldn't make sense. No, it, it doesn't make sense. And I think he, he told me to go get them out of the truck or something, not realizing the other set was in there, because he's going to try and convert this woman and her children. Oh, Lord. So he's got all this material to take back to try and, well, of course, she's smart. She guess just wanted laid, because she never did make it to the feast, as far as I know. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah... Yeah, yeah. So then my other friend busted out with, that's not what I thought you were going to tell her. What? And I looked at her and I went, what the hell do you know? <laughs> and she says, oh gosh, I don't think I can tell you. I don't think I can tell you. And I, oh, said, I think you can. That's what I did. I said, like, I think you, you better tell me. And that's when she told me that Ken was taking a second wife. Yay. And your reaction was, did you believe it? I think I started hyperventilating. I, I don't remember. It just, it was a shitty night combined with finding out, oh, that was probably who he was talking to. The woman he's banging down there. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I, moving on. So, yeah, it's when you decide you got to do something. You know, it just, I, looking around, you're living in hell. You know that they're separating the men and the women coming up soon. Elders' wives are walking around with veils and gloves, and you just know this shit's going to hit the fan. So what do you do? You file for divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Which is no easy task in that town either. But... Long before that, I, I knew I would be leaving about, after that time in the parking lot, it was probably a good six, seven months before I left. Okay. Because, you know, when we got a plot, we got a plan. Yep. And. You got to plan that escape. You got to plan the escape. I, and I feel really bad for some of my friends. Some of my friends left with nothing but a bag and what they could fit in it and walking away because that's all they could do. Oh, jeez. I had one friend, um, she asked she asked the police for a ride to, to, to the Greyhound bus station. And they told her that they weren't a taxi service. Oh, my gosh. Yep. 
Um, I can understand they probably have rules and regulations about helping people like that. But seriously, dudes, she was escaping a cult and you couldn't give her a freaking right. ride to the, poli- to the, to the bus station. Yeah. That, that really grinds up. my gears. Um, me, I, I had time to plot and plan and I, he knew it was getting to be the end because I, the money got cut off. Mm. So he was doing his own plotting and planning. Yeah, I guess he knew me better than I thought he did. You know what I mean? But um, my bathroom was the unclean bathroom. If you in your trailer, and yeah, we had okay. two bathrooms. He had the master bathroom, and I had the smaller bathroom, and that was always considered the unclean bathroom. And men didn't go in there. There was no reason for them to go in there. Right. They so would... is that where you hit a bunch of stuff? Well, in the bottom of the tampon box is where I hit all my money. Oh, because he's not going to look there. Uh, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> First of all, he wouldn't be caught dead in the unclean bathroom. Second of all, he's not rummaging around in tampons. Uh, right, he's not going to touch the tampon box that obviously oh, unclean woman touched, touched the tampon right. box. And why in the hell would he need a tampon? You know another good hiding place? Good hiding place. Do you know another good hiding place? What? Find out whatever vegetable they hate. Whether it be lima beans, carrots, broccoli, frozen peas, okay? Okay. And make sure it's the resealable bag. Oh, okay. Like the frozen kind? Yeah. No one's going in your freezer to get frozen lima beans. Come on. You're probably like, what the hell do we have lima beans for? I, I, I said because I use it as a cold compress when the, when the kids get hurt. Because yeah, nobody eats good. frozen lima beans no. and nobody would eat the frozen peas. And that's where I got the idea, because a friend of mine used frozen peas as like a cold compress. Right. Um, and then once the peas got all mushy, she turned it into split pea soup. <laughs> but it was all in the bag. I... But I thought, that's a really good idea. I started hiding my candy bars there. Oh, that's a good idea. I started hiding my contraband food, snacks, and candy bars there for when my kids would go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And Kenny's out of town. There's them Hershey's, man. Ooh, baby. And neither husband nor child would ever pull that bag of lima beans out of there. What'd you do with the wrappers? Those got smooshed into other things and wrapped into other things at the bottom of the garbage. Just curious. Yep. Because I can imagine like that would be like, oh my God, I can't just throw these away. No, you can't just throw those away. And I, when my kids were little, I could stop at Dairy Queen on road trips but then they started talking. So, yeah. No can do. No can do on that. But in getting ready to leave, when you know you're getting ready to leave that place, you stop making friends. You purposely avoid new people because you don't want any friends. Yeah, because it would hurt too much to leave them behind if you become good friends with them, I would assume. Even acquaintances, it sucks when people, you meet them, you think, oh gosh, what a nice lady. I can't wait to hang out with her. And a couple weeks later, they're gone to never return. But you're right though. Um, Even like my friend friends, you sort of distance yourself from them too. Um, You don't hang out as much. You're not calling as much because they're still very much deeply into the organization. And they'll also tell on you. Yes. Yeah, that's not good. No. Um, you're encouraged to, you know, like tell tattle. what you know. Kind of like tattling. Kind of like tattling, yeah. I, I told you I got in trouble that one feast from my one friend who told them I sewed shit wrong. Oh, that's right. And, I mean, I got stories I got tattled on. And Me and my friend Terry, like I said, we used to go and sit in Dairy Queen on purpose and drink black coffee. And see if we would get called into the counselor's office that Sabbath. Because we were Dairy Queen? Because we were Dairy Queen. And, you know, after the third or fourth time, you know, I looked at my counselors and I'm like, this is totally ridiculous. Why are people turning me in for drinking coffee? I mean, do they not have the balls to come in and see if I'm actually eating ice cream there? Ooh, what was the answer to that? It's not their job to make sure I'm not sinning. Oh. And then I says... 
well, then why am I here for drinking black coffee at Dairy Queen? Right. Um, 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 well, I showed it... you the stack of papers I had downstairs from changing counselors. Yes. Nobody wanted to be my counselor. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up with the bitch I love to hate as my counselor. Oh, God. Our very last counseling session, she brought a six-pack of beer. I find that hard to believe that she would be drinking beer. I mean, she, she just sounds so uppity and so... She was trying to, she was thou. trying to be the cool kid with me, I guess. Uh, I gotcha. don't know. Okay. Or maybe she wanted to find out what I was doing. Like get oh, get you drunk so you start blabbing. Like a six pack would do that between three of us, let alone me. Let alone you. Come mm. on. Seriously. Didn't know you too well. You're not supposed to drink to get drunk. <laughs> I did, they didn't. Um Yeah, they they brought out the last ditch effort counseling to try and get me to stay and I have no idea why they wanted me to stay so bad. I wanted excommunicated. I figured if I got kicked out, there was nothing Kenny could do or say to me. Right, because like the powers that be said, we don't want you. Yes! You know, and then after I found out, you know, he's cheating on me and he's taking another wife, then that you kind of go, well, I... You know, it was a really hard lesson in life. Hmm. You can try your hardest. You can do your best. You can give every bit of effort that you have and you still lose you still lose that's soul crushing i you can do everything right and it's still not turn out the way you want it to you know i i put every ounce of effort i had into us i mean i spent hours literally at the library researching all kinds of different religions and actually taking little man shit and taking the linears, concordances, the lexicons and trying to show Ken, look, he cherry picks this stuff. He's cherry picking this. This word could literally mean 12 different things. But little man goes in and he picks the one that he wants to make it fit. Mm -hmm. And... You know, then I get, I'm Satan's sister, and you're not supposed to lean on your own understanding, and, you know, ask the teachers, they're, you know, basically, you don't have a brain, you just have to listen, and literally listening to this shit with you, and you're reading it, I don't know how I got through 10 years of this. <laughs> um... In all honesty, it, it was it was tough to leave. And even after I filed for divorce, uh, Kenny made it a living hell. He would... I, the sheriff's department, because we lived outside the city limits, the sheriff's department was out at our house at least seven or eight times. And he would, wow. he would always make them try and think I was the crazy one. And he'd always wait until I had a beer or two, so I had beer on oh. my breath. Because I'm the drunken, crazy wife. Gotcha. He actually went through the house one time, opening all of the cabinets and just toppling stuff out of it. The towels, the wash rags, clothes, books, plastic cups, and Tupperware. And you did it? He told, he told me, go ahead. Go ahead, call the sheriff's department. I'll tell him you did it. You went through the house oh doing it. Oh, my God. And uh, here's a good one, Okay. One of the last times that the sheriff's department was out there, Kenny had gone through my room, okay? And he found shit that I shouldn't have had, which was stupid shit from, like, high school. Can you say what it is? Stupid shit from oh. high school, like a, a love letter from your 10th grade boyfriend. Okay. Or oh, so just stupid right. shit. Pictures of... Me and the guy took to the 10th grade Sadie Hawkins dance. Just stupid memories that I didn't right. want to burn because I'm joining a stupid cult. Okay. Well, he had a whole handful of stuff and he was screaming at me for it and this and that. And some of it kind of meant something to me. I don't even remember what it was. And he, um, he left. He he jumped in his truck and he took all my stuff and he left. With your stuff? With my stuff. Oh, man. And then he came back. And then the arguments started. And then shit happened. And then the sheriff's department showed up. Okay? The sheriff's department, I told him what he did. 
Okay. Now here's the funny part. Sheriff's department, sheriff's deputy comes up to me with a baggie full of marijuana seeds. Okay. Okay. When Ken was pilfering and riffling through my room, okay, he came across the jar of seeds that he had bought for me that were um, hemp seeds, but they're already, they're, 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 they're sterile. They're, they're steamed. They're, they're, so they're not like the marijuana you would smoke. You couldn't you grow could, it. You couldn't grow, that's it's for thing. grinding up and putting into recipes and for eating or okay. for birdseed, okay? And he bought those for me a few years back, okay? And anyway, the uh, sheriff comes up to me and he has his little baggy full hemp seeds. <laughs> and he goes, uh, ma'am, he says... Do you have a uh, do you have cooking seeds like these in your house? I says, what are you talking about? Here, Kenny, the stupid idiot that he was, planned on setting me up. Okay, he took these seeds that are made for cooking mm -hmm. and took a baggie full of them, and he planned on calling the sheriff's department at some point in time and telling them that I was dealing drugs out of that house. And he has the proof, because here's all these marijuana seeds. Oh, my God. Not a flake of marijuana on it. Not a stick. Just a tiny not seeds. a stem. Right. Hemp seeds that are... And I had to go... And, and the guy was laughing hysterically. Because who would admit that I'm going to set my ex-wife up with right. seeds to right. say she's dealing marijuana, you know? And... Yeah, they searched him, and he was the one that got in trouble that day. <laughs> but um, I ended up getting my shit back somehow. He Oh, uh, so he didn't burn it or destroy it? No. What had happened was um, while the shit... Because the, they would send three, four cars to our house. Because we both owned guns. We both Ooh, were... Okay. And, um, yeah, that would always be the first question. Do you, are either of you armed tonight? <laughs> Not do you have guns. No. First question for either one of us if we're calling this was I me probably always calling the sheriff's department. Uh yes, you both have concealed carry license. I see you both own weapons. Are either of you carrying tonight? <laughs> I'm not, can't speak for him. But yeah, they went. Um the one cop was going up the road. Kenny had pulled over and put my stuff on the side of the road next to somebody's mailbox. And the cop brought it back to me. Oh, well, that was nice. I thought that, that was, was nice, too. Nice. And that also showed him who the crazy motherfucker was, not me, you know? Um, and they believed you? Well, it's they'd special. have to believe me at that point, because I'm sort of giggling, and I says, because I told the cop, I says, you see, he always tried to make me out to be the crazy one, because it's the same sheriffs that would always show oh, up. Oh, okay. It's so a finally, small department. Finally, they're like, okay, wait, maybe she's not the crazy yes, one. Yes! I'm not the crazy one. Because every time they would come out, like I said, I'd had a couple of beers. I'm not even drunk, but you can smell the alcohol, right. and Kenny That's all doesn't need. drink. And he would make me out to be the drunken crazy one. And now finally, it's on the other foot. And I actually invited the sheriff into my house with me, and I pulled the cooking seeds out and showed them to him. And he matched them right up with what was in the jar. I mean, why would you admit to them that oh I planned on setting my, my, my wife up to be busted by you? I, <laughs> Not too bright. No, no, no. Um, I filed for divorce and I thought it was all over and done with. Get divorced, go on your happy way. That's, that's not how it works. Mm -mm. No, um, that's when the counselors started coming over and that's when friends started calling. and Trying to talk you out of it? To come back. Um, I read you that letter from my friend Stacy the one time about, you know, she doesn't even understand half of this shit, but she stays because she knows in the end that she'll understand and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's brainwashing at its finest. Oh, absolutely. Obey first, understand later. And... I don't know. It just, it, it, the end was horrible. Um, Kenny begging, pleading, crying, gifts. I spent a horrible, horrible three, four hours in, in my little tiny unclean bathroom because I tried to get away from him one night. He just kept hounding me and hounding me. And 
it was horrible. And I went into my bathroom and he followed me in and told me he wasn't leaving the bathroom and neither was I until I was coming back to the cult. Oh, God. And good Lord, girl, all my beer was out in the kitchen. Oh. That was the worst part. <laughs> but at one point, I mean, after hours of sitting in the bathroom and him, God loves you. God wants you to come back. I love you. Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? If it's not forever, you don't want it. Come on, Deb, it's me and you. And hours of listening to this man. Just Oh, my God. And mentally, I... I don't know if you've ever seen the windows in a bathroom trailer, but they're only mm-hmm. about four or five inches high and maybe 18, 20 inches long. Like, not like you can crawl out of it. I literally had ripped the screen out of it and was trying to fit my body through there. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore, okay? And he pulled me down off of there, because they're up pretty high, too. And I had a new plan in mind, okay? Oh, geez. What was that plan? This was literally the end and see when Ken did this he took my car keys so I couldn't leave all we had were the um we had the wall phones but they were both cordless so all you have to do is take the cordless phone off the wall and turn it on and hide it somewhere right you can't even hit the handset to find it because it's turned on and he had taken my cell phone from me Oh, my God. And I live out in the country, and I have no car keys. And like I said, I spent hellacious hours in that bathroom and finally came up with this plan. He had the kids, and they were sleeping down at my mom's house, which is on the same property. But my mom was back here in Pittsburgh. So I started crying and told him that he wins. He wins. He wins. He wins. I can't take this anymore. I'll start going back to services and just started telling him everything he wanted to hear, okay? Acting like I was broken and blah, blah, blah. Well, he opened the door to the bathroom and he let me out first. And I started walking down the hall, still sobbing, crying. He came out of the bathroom and I spun around as fast as I could and I pushed him backwards. And he lost his balance and, like, fell backwards down the hall. And I took off sprinting. Like, I don't think my feet hit hit the ground. I was, it was, you've never run until you've run for your fucking life is all I can tell you. Because by the time I hit the front door, there were four or five steps down to the driveway. And I, I launched myself off of those steps into the driveway and kept running. I I felt like Superman, honestly, just, but, and I could hear him behind me screaming my name, pissed, sounded like an enraged bull. And all I could think of is if I could get to my mom's house and lock the door, there's a phone there, there's a phone there, there's a phone there. I made it to my mom's front door. I opened the door. I was throwing the door closed behind me, and it was three inches from it being shut and me locking it. And he exploded through the door. The door, the door frame, me. I ended up with a doorknob print in my ass for three weeks. Holy shit. Um, yeah, he blew out even the door frame out of, out of the wall. And I'm laying under a door and him on top of the door. And he gets up and he goes and he picks my mom's phone up off of another cordless phone. And he just simply smashed it on the floor. Oh, my God. And at that point, second part of my plan is going into full effect. I'm still crying. My ass is hurting like mofo. And I'm j- I'm literally limping up the driveway. Calling him a motherfucker. Telling him, you won. I hate you. All kinds of shit. And I go in the house. And I get the key that I had made the week before for my car. Ooh. Good thinking. Um, at this point... 
he, I see him down at my mom's trying to put the shattered door frame of some semblance of an order back into the frame of her house. Mm-hmm. And that's when I get in the car and start it, and he notices me. He was me. probably like, what the hell is she doing? That's when he noticed me. He probably didn't think I was smart enough to make another fucking key. Screw you, Ken. Um, it, was, it was like the movies, Laura, because I'm leaving. I, I have this key. My doors are locked. My children are safe in my mother's house. And I remember... My my foot just on the accelerator, and I hit the accelerator, just all the way to the floor. And like spun out. I it I just it was good, and it was just, and there's Ken in the middle of the driveway, standing there waving his arms. Like you're gonna slow down. And waving his arms in the middle of the driveway, oh Laura. Oh my god. And I'm holding on to the I'm holding on to the steering wheel, and half of me is screaming, half of my head is screaming, "Move, motherfucker!" And the other half is going, "This is gonna be so satisfying." Uh, um, and it was did like, did he move or did you hit him? It was I would have killed him if I would have hit him. Our driveway was like the length of a football field. Oh my god! Our our property was two acres, but it was it was long and narrow. Um. It was like a movie. He like literally leapt out of the way at the last minute when he realized I wasn't stopping. <laughs> and at this point, I had one person that I talked to in that town that wasn't in the cult. Um, I considered her a friend. She's the one that would bring me the ham sandwiches and stuff, you know, oh, when I go okay. get my car worked on, right? right? And I, the sheriff's department would think I was crazy. Can't go there. Right. Okay. Can't go to the police department because I'm outside the city limits and they're not going to give a shit. Where do you go? Where do you go? And it's like 3.30 in the morning at this point. Oh my God. Um, and I, I ended up at her house and her house wasn't in a bad neighborhood, but it wasn't in a real good neighborhood. And I couldn't think of anywhere else to go and I couldn't go home. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I rang the doorbell and the lights flicked on and there's my friend. She's short. She's shorter than me and her husband's six foot something. And there's my friend standing there with her husband behind her with the shotgun aimed over her shoulder at me. Oh, jeez. Well, apparently you don't answer your door in that part of town unless you're armed and dangerous. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, the next few hours were crazy with the, uh, with the police showing up. Um, police taking pictures of the... Oh, I still have pictures of the ass knob in my door. I the, mean, <laughs> the ass knob. <laughs> the door knob in my ass. The ass knob. The ass knob in my door, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The door knob in my ass. Um, nice, big, long report written up. And of course, then the sheriff's department gets notified. And of course, when they show up out there, of course, you know, the door splintered off the right. everything. And he, he, he tried to claim that I attacked him. Yeah. There's a couple of puny pictures where he's got a couple of scrapes on his knuckles from him defending himself oh. against me. Yeah. 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 Like you're going to, you're the one that knocked the door through. My story matched up. I mean, and that's pretty much, um, I I found a place to rent that day that was not on the property because he was living at my mom's and torturing the hell out of me. I mean, you can't have two people who want to kill each other live within, I couldn't throw a baseball and hit my mom's house. Maybe if you gave me two or three tries to throw that baseball, (laughs) I don't know how many feet. But that was, yeah, that was the end of the end of the end was that night in, I mean, other things happened afterwards that were shitty with him, but yeah, that was my escape. Holy hell. Um, I, I really didn't want to move and rent a place, but you can't live where you feel like you're going to be attacked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't blame you. And living in a trailer, I, they're not secure. You can break into those in a heartbeat. Um, that's when he took my stuff. Um, 
that night with in, in the seeds. I was up here visiting. And of course, my trailer was locked up. I had changed, you know, the locks had been changed. She didn't have keys to it. All the windows are locked, but it's a trailer. I mean, you can literally go under a trailer and there's an access panels and stuff to get to things, even. So, yeah. Wow. That's when he bugged my trailer, too. Remember talking about that? Yes, I remember that. That's when I, the trailer got bugged. And they don't play fair. Doesn't sound like it. No, and then I had to spend five more years in that stupid state. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that was the story of my escape. Any questions? <laughs> What's an ass knob? <laughs> yeah, an ass knob in my door. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we had other stuff to get to, but I guess we'll save that till next we can do week. That next week. I had no idea I could talk this long about leaving that place. Oh, I did. Really? Oh, hell yeah. There's a whole You're bunch. a good storyteller. No. Hell yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff I left out, too. He threw me in the swimming pool in October. Or was it November? I still had damp clothes on hours later when I got to my friend's house. Holy shit. He threw me in the swimming pool to cool me off. Oh. To cool me off. And how did he phrase it? To to tone down the flames of hell or Satan's what? sister. I... Oh, good Lord. Yeah, yeah. That was a good time, let me tell you. Oh, my God. By the way, everybody should own a stethoscope. <laughs> they come in handy. For your eavesdropping that you need to do. <laughs> for your eavesdropping pleasure, for listening to heartbeats, trying to find pipes in the walls. <laughs> what? I'm just picturing it under the door, like him getting out of the tub. I'm sorry. Just like, try, like I wasn't quick enough. But wouldn't that, I mean, it kind of pissed him off. Like, what the hell are you doing? I'm eavesdropping on you, mofo. Sorry. <laughs> and then to be stupid enough to erase numbers and, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't too smart. I never claimed he was the brightest bulb in the box there, Laura. In all honesty, he didn't know where to look for crap I was hiding. Didn't know how to delete numbers and add numbers so there'd still be so 10, 10 on. <laughs> yeah, no. Yep. Yeah, anyway. You got anything? I don't. Well, guys, today's been a hoot. I gotta go to work. Uh, I was gonna be dropping shortly. Yep. Be meeting people after work. Have a drink for me? I'll, I'll have, have a you. drink on me. Yep. Have a drink on me. Oh, I, Mom, I'm your sorry, mom. Mother. I <laughs> Apologize to your mom. I'm sorry, Mother dear. ACDC, <laughs> have a drink on me. That'll be your song for tonight. Yeah, everybody have a drink with me tonight while you're listening to the latest episode. And if it's after 10 o'clock Eastern time in the United States, guaranteed I'm out partying too. <laughs> Till next time, please send us your questions, your weird Kool-Aid recipes, um, anything you got. We enjoy anything it all. Anything at all. Yeah. And if you drive past, you know, the interstate there, please flip them off. I, I found that funny too. That's, but yes, that's always appropriate. Yep, and you know, you could always call and ask weird questions to them. I, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm sure I bring things up that you that you might want them to clear up for you scripturally or something. <laughs> Got a question for you? Yeah. By the way, there are no more breaking prophecies from our undercover agent. Says that it's just boring. They they, they don't have so nothing. nothing was earth breaking this week. Nothing was nothing was earth shattering. Ah. No prophecy breaking. No nothing. <sighs> boring week. I, I got a couple giggles when I was on their page and did some screenshots, but nothing. I just like have to read. Right. Like, make your jaw drop. I mean, we got pastor's bread sack going again. <laughs> Anyway, guys, it's always fun talking to y'all, and I'm always amazed that people want to hear this shit. In all honesty, go join a cult. Live it. No. Live it. No. You got to get a hold of Ross and Carrie and have them go join. Oh, God. Attend a feast. <gasps> I mean, come on. Yes, they, they can infiltrate for a week camping. We need, to, we need to see if they could do that. Could you imagine? That would be a, I can even give them tips and pointers. And not only that. Oh, see, I'm blowing it now because the cult listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell give them nice some... Nice job, Deb. Well, I was going to say we can give them some tips and pointers. And they could pretend like 
God comes to them in dreams. <gasps> and could like, you imagine? And, and they could go, be... and they, I mean, literally, they could go up to somebody and go, Elder so-and-so? Oh my gosh, Elder so-and-so, is that you? I dreamt of you. Oh my God. And they'd be right on everything. I could tell them where to find they stuff on the feast their, grounds. They could mess with their heads so much. God sent us. We're above you. <laughs> We've traveled back in time. Yes. Well, but the cult listens to us, and now I can't ah, damn it. They can still go infiltrate. That's right. I'm sure they get new people all the time. I'm sure. I'm sure. Anybody out there want to become a spy? Let me know. I'll give you some tips and tricks. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I guess I'll talk to you next time. Send us some emails, this, that, and the other thing, and... I'm going to work. All right. Well, you have a good time. It's been Deb. And Laura. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.